Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Right now we want to say good afternoon to Darren Eels. It's been a while because the season concluded and we were just kind of waiting to see where things were going to go. Darren, welcome back. Happy holidays. How are you, my friend? Yeah, afternoon, chaps. Yep, the season that never ends, we're still going. <laughs> yeah, and again, this was one that uh, I was really excited about because we had so much fun at the Campeones uh, Cup against Club America. We were excited about the rematch. Obviously, it did not go our way down in Mexico, but uh, again, the, <laughs> we fi- we're finally getting it done. But uh, what, how do you like our chances? What, what is it even going to look like down there? Yeah, it's crazy. Isn't it? You think about it. It's over 270 days since we played that first leg, and obviously we were playing that match when the – you know, the NBA was shutting down while the game was going on. And here we are nine months later with the second leg. And look, it's going to be difficult. Obviously, Club America are a, a good team. We've got a 3-0 mounted to climb. Um, you know, we've got a few uh, injury issues. And we're not going to risk anything, obviously, in a game like this when, uh, you know, it's not something that we're going to try and do anything where we might risk a player for next season. But, right. you know, we're going to give it a go. And stranger things have happened. You never know. Darren, um, lots of folks are speculating, and we want to hear from you about El Gringo um, and the managerial situation. What can you tell our listeners? Yeah, Carl, I heard you a little bit earlier about would I spill any tea, and look, the teapot's still uh, brewing, but we're hoping to get someone announced by the end of the year. That's the target we set, so mm-hmm. that's certainly what we're tracking to try and do. All right, Gabriel, can't say? I want to make sure I'm pronouncing it correctly because this guy's played for some of the biggest teams in the world. And again, Darren, I mean, every fan's got their own idea who the ideal guy is. I want a Tata clone. I mean, is this something that, uh, as far as what you're looking for? And again, I know you don't. Uh, we're not trying to look in the past, but we did have some great success with a guy from South America named Tata. Yeah, I mean, I think Mike, we've already spoke about you know doing the search. We're looking for someone who. You know, we're going to have Atlanta United play in, in the style that, you know, we basically spoke about right from the start when the club was first named. You know, I go back to 2015, you know, when we were talking and building the club, sort of on the front foot, attacking high press. So that's certainly what the traits will be looking for in the new manager. What about other moves that our club has made? Uh, can you speak about, you know, potential moves that the club has, has uh, embarked upon uh, recently? Yeah, well, I mean, we've done uh, the trade. So, you know, John Gallagher, who you know had a great season for us this year, and you know he's someone that we took in the in the draft a couple of years ago, and he had a great time where he went to Aberdeen and developed his game there. And I think you know that was an example of 
of using you know Aberdeen, one of our sister clubs, as a place to to help you know get some of our players um, to cut their teeth and to to learn on the job. And and he did really well. He did great this season, and we were able to uh, you know get a trade with Austin. Um, that's opened up some allocation dollars for us to get an international spot so you know we're trying to put the pieces in place to be able to strengthen the squad going into 2021 so we feel pretty good about the cap space we have and the um the potential avenues we've got to improve the squad and for guys that are a little confused like me as far as how it works with the allocation money does that mean is, is there a cap on how much you can spend or but it just gives us another chance to add another international star exactly yeah so we have a cap there's eight spots Mike, that you can use on an international players but you're able to trade those spots so we traded with nashville to get an extra spot so we now have that that ninth spot as well so it just gives us a bit more flexibility in terms of our recruitment darren eels president of atlanta united it's been a while guys they are back on the pitch tomorrow um we qualify for 2021 champions league how did that work for fans who are saying wait a minute you know how did this play out this season with the way things played during this pandemic well, I think it sums up 2020 in a way, but uh, look, it was a little bit of a, a gift that fell our way. The way it works is there's four spots that qualify for Champions League. Um, now, three of them are in the gift of MLS, but mm-hmm. the fourth one is for the US Open Cup, and that's uh-huh. what MLS is to, to give out. That is for, you know, basically the US Open Cup is for, for every club sort of enters it right from March all the way through to the final. So, you know, from US soccer's perspective, you know, it wasn't a, it didn't go to the next best MLS team because it's not MLS's to give. So really, they were in a difficult spot, and I think the only pl- way they could could do it fairly with all of their stakeholders was to give it to the current holders, which of course happened to be us. So you know, we managed to keep our record going in the third consecutive year in Champions League. And look, you know, we know that this is circumstances where. It was just because of the craziness of 2020. But we're really honoured to be, you know, in that competition. And it's something that we aim to do. And, and for me, you know, it's a great way for us to, to kickstart that thinking towards 2021. Already feels like 2021 is going to be a better year. Things seem to be falling in place for us. Right. But I mean, but we, you did say one of the things uh, in the mission statement when we first interviewed you is you want to take as many trophies home as possible. And one of the benefits of being the U.S. Uh, Open Cup champion, you just laid it out. So we, we deserve it uh, unless they change the rules. So we got it. That's great. And I love this competition. You know what I mean? Again, I think for so many folks, it was, it was so exciting at first, you know, to go down to places like Costa Rica and, you know, Honduras, all the things that you guys have, uh, have been able to do and ex- extend the brand of Atlanta United. Yeah, and it's important for us, Mike, you know, not only to be, you know, a team in MLS that uh, the people have heard of and know of, but also uh, in terms of, you know, the Champions League and getting that wider reach. So for us, mm-hmm. you know, it's a very important competition. So, you know, again, we know it was fortunate circumstances, but I certainly, you know, couldn't be happier and we couldn't be more honoured to be, you know, representing America as we're going to the Champions League next year. Um, so, you know, we're excited about that opportunity. Darren, back to the managerial search and, and hopefully some news before the end of the year. How much influence is the new manager going to have in decision-making when it comes to players? Obviously, uh, you know, a lot, Carl. So, you know, in terms of uh, getting the new head coach in place and uh, recruitment, you know, clearly we're going to be identifying players that that, that coach feels fits into his system. Um, you know, we're certainly not going to be signing a player that, that the head coach feels, you know, isn't going to fit what he wants to do. Uh, and obviously he'll be helping us in terms of identifying and recruiting, um, you know, players from around the globe. And that's something that, you know, I'm excited about getting a new manager in place because, you know, they can be someone that helps us in that recruitment process. 
Right. Joseph, obviously, uh, can't wait to see him back and healthy. And for those who don't follow how it works, part of the business plan also is to develop talent, and eventually you can move it on and make some money. And that happened with Miguel Almiron, and now he's gone on to success in the English Premier League. We're still waiting to see. And again, pity, obviously, that uh, that ran its own course. What, what is, does Barco need to take a major step this year for you? Yeah, he does, Mike. I think, you know, he's been a little bit unfortunate in terms of, you know, it's been a little bit stop-start over the last couple of seasons. I think back to, you know, he was one of the star players in the Under-20 World Cup for Argentina. You know, he came back from that. He was flying. He got kicked in a game when we played down in Columbus in the, the Open Cup that year. And, you know, so every time he seemed to be hitting a, you know, purple patch of form, something happens. We saw it at the start of this season. You know, as we were going into uh, the start of the season, you know, Barco was probably our best player. Um, and then the you know, COVID struck and we had a couple of months without playing any games. So, you know, he's someone that, that needs a run. But I think, you know, you know, excited to see him next season. I think, you know, with the new head coach as well, that's going to just, you know, we're going to have a whole team there that's going to be reinvigorated, re-energized. Um, so I do have, you know, hopes that, you know, Barco can have that consistent year that I think, uh, you know, even he would accept now. Uh, you know, he's not a youngster anymore. He's not a young kid. It's time for him to, to be consistent. And to be fair, he's been great in training leading up to this game. And, you know, I'm excited for, uh, for next season, what it holds for Ezekiel. When you look at our, our, you know, our lineup, I mean, it looks like we're going to have the ability to, to score as we did in 17 and 18 with Joseph back, Moreno, uh, you know, Jurgen Dom. I mean, you look at this Barco, all of a sudden the scoring power seems like it will be there. From your assessment, what do you think you need to add to that? I think there's a few positions where, you know, we'll look to strengthen the squad. But I'm with you, Carl. I mean, look, there was some excitement uh, at the end of the season. Look, it's been a tough season for everybody. But I look back at that last game against Columbus. You know, Columbus were fantastic in winning the Cup on the weekend. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we we played that game. And to be honest, uh, I felt, you know, first half we were creating the chances and we just weren't finishing them. So, you know, you just imagine Joseph up top there, you know, Jürgen with the assist for 90 minutes he had this season. I think he was averaging, you know, 0.6 a game. And, you know, Julian Gressel in his height with us at Atlanta United was at 0.4. So, you know, just imagine when <laughs> Jürgen's got a Joseph to about a target in the middle. Um, I think we'll see some uh, some goals there. I thought Marcelino Moreno was uh, looking good carrying the ball in midfield. So we feel like some of the pieces are there. It's just going to be a, a case now of can we add a couple more just to to give that new manager a squad that you know, could be really competitive for next season. Right. And we talked about it. I mean, we got to finally see Marcelino Moreno. We're like, wow, look at this guy. I mean, you see the, you see the skills. I mean, even the casual fan sees it. Jurgen Dom, Carl just mentioned, the speed element. You know, I mean, just, and by the way, Eric, if ever there was a guy, uh, Darren, who was like the quintessential poster boy for uh, Atlanta United in 2020, it's Eric Lopez. Remember the whole the, the, the paperwork fiasco and all that? And that's another yeah. guy we're going to add to the roster. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's uh, he's been brilliant in terms of, you know, having to bide his time and, you know, he'll get a chance perhaps to see the pitch tomorrow. Um, you know, just turned 19, but, you know, he's an exciting talent for the future and again. So, you know, it's another bright spot as we look to 2021 that, that we can put together. But, you know, we're hopeful to get a couple more pieces in, um, you know, to add to the squad. And, uh, you know, I'm excited about 2021. I mean, it's been, you know, everybody's <laughs> sticking together 2020, I think, you know, you know, to be able to get into 2021, new manager, you know, Joseph back, some new pieces in, a chance for a full preseason. We've got Champions League now. And the most important thing is, you know, the ability once, um, you know, once circumstances are there 
for our amazing fans to be back in the building. You know, we've missed them more than any team in the league because we have by far and away the biggest crowd. So we can't wait to get back uh, to Mercedes-Benz Stadium, you know, with that marvellous atmosphere and, you know, playing the way Atlanta United knows and can play. Um, it's going to be exciting. Darren, for uh, the match tomorrow against Club America, for, again, we can't assume that all fans listening, you know, understand soccer and every, you know, rule. Um, we are down after the first leg. Can you explain briefly what, what that means and what has to be done for us to, to, to advance? Yeah, so we're 3-0 down. Technically, this is our home game, even though we're playing it in a neutral venue. Uh, we're actually playing at Orlando Stadium. So we would need to either win 3-0 and then it would go to extra time or we'd have to win by four goals. So it's a, it's a pretty big mountain to climb. You know, uh, we'd have to be winning like a 5-1 or a 6-2 if we don't get that 3-0 result. But, you know, like anything, you've got to just, uh, you know, start the game. If you can get that first goal, um, then you sort of try and build off that. But we want to you know, we want to use it as a chance for us to, you know, have a good game, finish the 2020, which has been a, you know, we acknowledge a disappointing season all around, but then look to the, you know, the positives and the future of 2021 and a lot of exciting things to come. Carl, they last played on November 28th against Guadalajara in the Liga MX uh, quarterfinals. So there you go. So, all right, Darren, let's see what we got, man. We can't wait to get back. And as you said it, I can't wait to get back to Mercedes-Benz. That's the one thing everybody we spoke with, every player, missed that home field advantage, which we didn't have this year. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, like I said, our fans are just incredible and our fans have been brilliant this year, you know, even though it's been tough times. And I think, you know, to get that swagger back next year and that excitement, you know, that's what I'm really looking forward to. Happy holidays, Darren. Thanks again. Uh, and you, again, I wanted you to repeat this. Uh, an announcement will be made, you believe, by the end of the year, before the end of the year. That's the plan, yeah. We've always been trying to plan by the end of this season, uh, end of this year. So okay. Okay. we'll uh, keep you posted. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.